I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Hey friends, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It's Meg, here as always, and I am so excited to be sitting down with you this week. So I'm actually really excited to be recording this podcast episode. As you can see from the title of this episode, I actually had an Instagram reel go viral this past weekend which has never happened to me in the history of me being on Instagram before. And I'm pretty sure I've had Instagram since Instagram became a thing. Like early 2010s, whenever it started becoming a thing, I have been on Instagram. And I actually made this post that ended up going viral. It was a reel and I posted it on Wednesday of last week, so a full week ago if you're listening to this one, it comes out live on January 31st of 2024, so a full week ago and a couple days after, so I think it was on the Friday, it started climbing up in views and then by Saturday it was going full on viral and right now I think it's sitting at like a million point six views. So like I said, I've never had this happen before and it was quite the experience. So I wanted to kind of break down this post that went viral for you today. There's I'll tell you more about what the post was if you happen to not be on Instagram or if you are on Instagram and you just kind of missed it. I think it's a really important post for me to break down. In no way is this me like defending the post, but I just think based off of the majority of the comments that I was receiving on this post... I had a major takeaway, and I'll get to that. That's basically the basis of today's episode. But let me tell you about this post first. So essentially, it was just a video of me eating my lunch last week, and I had the words on the video, and it said point of view or POV. Me eating lunch, wondering when all the girlies are going to realize 2,500 calories isn't a lot. And that was it. That was the video. That was the reel. And essentially in the caption, I just say, like, if you feel like 2,500 calories sounds like a lot of food, it's likely because you know, we live in this world that is constantly telling us to eat 1,200 calories or 1,500 calories or 1,600 calories, whatever it is. 
And so if we hear that these other women are eating like 2,000, 2,200, 2,500, 3,000, right? When we hear that, it can sound like a lot. But what this post was saying was that it's just not a, like it's not a lot. It's we it can feel like a lot because we live in this diet culture infused world that is telling us that much 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 less is what we should be eating. And so that's all the post was saying that 2500 calories just isn't a lot of food. It's just not. And um so that's that's what I was saying. And if you're not on Instagram, because if you follow me over on Instagram, you will know probably the kind of weekend I had. Um, I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women commenting on my post, literally like arguing with themselves in the comments, telling me I'm wrong, telling me all sorts of things. And I really, you know, I had my <laughs> I had my good boundaries around this post going bananas on Instagram. I could see all of these really angry, hateful, mean comments flooding in and I knew I triggered a lot of women from this post. I didn't think about it at the time actually like when I posted it last week, to be completely honest, I wasn't even going to post this because I was eating lunch and I took a video thinking, oh, this could be like good kind of B-roll stuff to use for a future Instagram post. And I hadn't been posting a lot to Instagram recently. And so I was trying to make more of an effort to just kind of like capture little things throughout my day just so I had content to post because I always have things to say, but not all the time do I have like a video to just like loop in a reel type thing. So anyways, last week I was eating my lunch and I just set my phone up. I started recording myself eating my lunch for a couple seconds and then I was like, okay, cool. I can make a reel that has something to do with like food or eating or whatever. And this was just like the first thing that popped into my head. And honestly, it was probably kind of inspired by one of my clients or several of my clients because I work with so many women who come to me under eating. And when we start talking about what an appropriate amount of food would look like for them in terms of even numbers. And I'm not saying that I always like jump into talking about calories and numbers with all of my clients. Trust me, I do not. I see all of my clients as individuals. I am a professional. I do not just talk about calories with all of my clients because I know that is not a topic that all of my clients need to be like focusing on or hearing about. So anyways, that was kind of just like a side note, but there are a few clients that I'm working with right now specifically who them and I have had conversations about calories and because they've been under eating for such a long time, when 
we actually talk about how many calories they likely actually need. Like it sounds like a lot to them, but then they actually start slowly eating that amount and then they get to this point and it always happens. And there's at least one time in our sessions where these clients who have gone from under eating to now eating an appropriate amount for their body and their needs, it gets to a point and they tell me like point blank, huh, this actually isn't a lot of food, right? And and it's not. So it's just, <laughs> this post was inspired by my clients as so many of my posts often are. And Like I said, I filmed myself eating my lunch. This was the first thing that popped into my head. And I just kind of thought, well, I need to make a post today. This is kind of good enough. So I'm just going to post it. So I posted it. Honestly, the day that I posted it, it didn't get a lot of like big attention or anything. So it was pretty wild by Friday when it started going viral. Um, and it was just funny to me because I truly wasn't even going to make this post. And then I ended up making so many women around the world incredibly triggered. And I received a lot of sweet messages from my friends, like asking me if I was okay. And, you know, just kind of like checking in on me, people that I know in real life, but then also, just some connections that I've made on Instagram, just people in my Instagram community reaching out, making sure that I was okay. And absolutely. And what I'll have to just say to that is, like I said, I had boundaries around all of the comments coming in. I could see a lot of them were coming from people who were very much triggered by what I had to say about, you know, just kind of like the average woman needing much, much more than what we're told. And it typically looks like 2000 plus calories. And it just sounds like a lot because if we're eating less than that, anything more than that's going to sound like a lot. And I also made the comparison in my caption to something totally unrelated because I like doing that. And if you're a client of mine, you'll know I love making these like different analogies or comparisons because sometimes we can get so stuck thinking about one example or one comparison. Like if we're thinking about food or body image or calories or whatever, I like kind of jumping out of that and thinking about something totally unrelated to make a different type of analogy. So anyways, the example that I gave was on an average day, like as a practitioner who works with one-on-one clients throughout the day, on an average day, I see five clients. So if someone who did the same work as me told me that they saw 15 clients in a single day, I would think that's a lot because I'm used to seeing a third of that, right? And so to me, that would be like a lot. It would just sound like a lot. It's not that it is a lot, but it just sounds like a lot to me because I'm doing a third of that right now. So that was my example, (laughs) but I still very much triggered people. And 
There was just so many misunderstandings too about my post in general. But like I said, this is not a podcast episode to defend what I had to say because I firmly stand for what I said. And like I, yeah, anyways. But what this episode really is about is something that I saw in the comments being said over and over and over and over and over again. There was so many women coming in the comment section to tell me that, well, my BMR is 1300 calories. So if I eat anything more than that, I'm going to gain weight. So there is so much to unpack around that, but my biggest takeaway from this entire experience from making this post, it going viral and triggering women from all around the world, my absolute biggest eye-opening experience and takeaway was that the majority of people do not understand what BMR is. And when I say BMR, I am referring to basal metabolic rate. So I want to talk about that today. I actually have quite a list of things that I want to get through today, but um, we'll start with the basal metabolic rate and just talking about what that actually is because this is incredibly important. If we think, and this is really how it came across in the comment section, it really does sound like the majority of women think that their basal metabolic rate is what they have to be eating on a daily basis to maintain. Now, I know there are a lot of educated women who listen to my podcast. So you who are listening to this right now may not think this, but like I said, it was so overwhelming to me to see the amount of women who did actually think that their basal metabolic rate was what they had to eat on a daily basis to maintain. So let's actually talk about what your basal metabolic rate or your BMR is. And I'm going to share a definition with you, like word for word. So your basal metabolic rate is the number of calories you burn as your body performs basic, and then in brackets, basal, life-sustaining function. So when we talk about life-sustaining function, like these are actually not calories burnt through any movement because guess what? You actually don't need to move to, to survive. Like you can be alive and lying in bed all day. And so that is literally what BMR or your basal metabolic rate is. It is the number of calories you burn just to sustain life. So this includes your heart beating, your cells production of energy and all the things, respiration, the maintenance of your body temperature, 
your circulation and nutrient processing. So (laughs) these are all things that we as humans really don't tend to think about on a daily basis. Like as you're sitting here right now, listening to this podcast episode, you are not thinking about, you know, how there's things circulating throughout your body and your body is actually burning energy from this. And it's not just like a small amount of energy either. It is a significant amount of energy. It's up to 60 to 70% of our energy comes from us just needing to be alive, which I think is a really important thing to talk about because I know so many women who feel like if they don't work out for one day, they have to like slash their calories in half or just drastically, right? So many women, and I, I'm not even like speaking about these women. I am speaking about myself from the past because I also many, many, many years ago thought that if I did not work out for a day, I did not need nearly as much calories as I eat on workout days. And that is just straight up BS, pardon me, but it is. Because like I said, this BMR number, our basal metabolic rate actually makes up 60 to 70% of our energy needs. So this is so important for all of the women out there who think that they need to drastically drop their calories on non-workout days because guess what my friends even if you're just lying in bed and you're breathing and your body is like doing all of these things we have no idea are happening behind the scenes like we are burning such a significant amount of energy and then if we take that bmr which is a significant number, like I said, 60 to 70%. And then we're adding on top of that, just like moving throughout the house, unloading the dishwasher, folding laundry, doing like some house chores or like walking from room to room, whatever. Like just these like little daily to-dos and even just like sitting, you, you're going to burn more energy sitting up rather than laying in bed, right? Like flat, not using a lot of like muscle strength, right? And that's really where the BMR comes from is truly lying flat in bed, no movement at all. And you're still burning such a huge percentage of your daily energy. So that is where I saw the biggest misunderstanding in my post. So many women are eating their BMR number. Like they have hopped online, plugged in their age, their weight, their height, etc. And it popped out this number. Let's say it's like 1300 just for an example 
for the sake of using an example here, but let's say that's what your BMR was. And it sounds to me like there are so many women who are so confused and they're eating this number on a daily basis when they are not lying in bed all day, just literally like lying they're not doing anything right these women who think that they have to survive off of 1300 calories for an example if that's their bmr they are walking around the house they're getting ready they're going to work they're working all day they might have a dog they're taking their dog for a walk they're coming home they're making dinner for their family right there are so there's so much more energy requirement on top of your BMR, so much more. And it truly just breaks my heart how many women were thinking that their basal basal metabolic rate is what they needed to eat, to maintain and thrive in life, right? And I'm all about thriving here, okay? I am about thriving and I really want you to thrive and we're not going to be these thriving healthy optimally functioning women if we're going based off of and eating that number that some online calculator spits out at us telling us it's our basal metabolic rate we need much more than that much more even if you don't work out ladies Okay, and I know most of you probably who listen to this podcast, you do live active lifestyles. I know a lot of you are active individuals, but some of you don't work out all that much. And even if you don't work out, okay, this is really important. Still, that BMR number is not what you need to be eating. That is literally if you're like lying in bed, unmoving, not even getting up to go to the washroom. That is an additional energy expense. You getting out of bed, putting clothes on, walking to your washroom. So I hope I've made it very clear that we cannot be healthy, thriving, optimally functioning humans eating that BMR number. It's just... It's just not how things work. And then if we are to talk about, you know, eating more, like I said in my post, how 2000 calories, 2,500 calories really isn't a lot of food. So we have to take that BMR number and then add on to it, just like this daily movement, right? Doing all these things that just like life requires us to do. And don't forget, I'm not sure if you remember, but like if you were ever in like a school setting or if you studied at any point in time in your life, whether that was like school, high school, time, college, university, whatever, I'm curious if you remember actually being more hungry during your times of studying. So it is so wild how much fuel our brain actually requires and I even notice this for myself like I will be feeling not like I was quite full before 
sitting down to record this podcast episode and I kid you not, I am like 25 minutes in and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I can feel my body using energy. I mean, I'm pretty wound up and fiery over this topic, but every single time I sit down to record this podcast and I'm sitting, it's not like I'm standing, walking on one of those like treadmill things, recording this podcast, right? I sit here, but I'm using my brain. I'm using energy to be here. So Outside of working out, we use a lot of energy on a daily basis. And then if you're active on top of that, that's really where we start seeing women like needing to eat a lot, a lot more than they realize. So I'm really passionate about this, if you cannot tell. But that was one of the things I wanted to talk about today, just how, um, like what a misunderstanding our world has, probably especially women, around how many calories we actually need to eat on a daily basis. So that is something that I'm really, really passionate about, <laughs> like I said. And Then also something that I saw a lot happen in the comment section was people telling me that, you know, well, it depends on your body size, how tall you are, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I know this. I know there are so many nuances and in nowhere in my post did I say that every single person reading this post needs to be eating 2,500 calories, did not say that. But I do want to point out and share something personal with you all. But back when I would say about like 10 years ago and even farther back than that, but if I was to reflect on 22-year-old Meg, She definitely believed that she did not need to eat as much because she was short. And I saw this comment time and time and time and time again posted on this reel that went viral. So many women saying, I am five feet tall, I'm five foot two. I'm five foot three and using their shortness as a reason or an excuse as to why they shouldn't eat that much food. And I, I think this is so important and I want to speak to this because this was me personally 10 years ago. I wasn't getting a period. Okay. So my body was showing a lot of signs that I actually wasn't eating enough. Um, and when I saw people eating more than me, or if at any time I noticed, oh, I don't eat as much as that person or whatever, I thought in my head, well, I'm shorter than them. So I don't need as much food as them. (laughs) So friends, I know a lot of you don't actually know me in real life. So you've only ever seen me 
on Instagram and usually that is, you know, chest up. It's pretty much just my face most of the time. And then if I do post pictures of my full body, like if you ever saw my wedding pictures, for an example, because I feel like that's kind of the most recent example of a full body picture that I've been posting. Well, in those pictures, I'm always standing beside Scott and I'm like an inch or two shorter than him. So maybe I'm not sure if this is the reason, but maybe that's why people think I'm tall. I also had this experience. I promise I'm getting to the point here, but this was kind of a funny recent experience that I had. So with my somatic experiencing training, the three-year program that I just did and completed back in November, part of this training is that We actually have to be working with a somatic experiencing practitioner throughout our training, receiving our own somatic experiencing sessions, and also kind of like presenting case studies to these practitioners and almost being like mentored by them. Okay, so we do that for like three full years. And I was working with this one practitioner and Of course, her and I had only ever connected online before. She lives out in Alberta and I live in Saskatchewan. So we've never met in person before, but we've met a few times online. And then I actually had the opportunity to meet her in person when I went to Kelowna at the end of November and to like finish my course, right? And so it was my first time ever seeing her in person. So as soon as I saw her, I walked up to her, I said, hi, you know, like I introduced myself and just said I was so happy to meet her in real life. And she could not believe how short I was. She was like, I thought you were going to be so much taller than you are. So I am five foot two. Okay, maybe a little bit taller. I'm somewhere in between 5'2 and 5'3, but I'm not 5'3. So somewhere in between. I'm I'm short. And like I said, there were so many years of my life that I spent not eating enough because I truly felt like because I'm short, I don't need as much food as all of these other people who are taller than me. But if you are to if you are also short if you are to take something away from this podcast episode i really want you to realize that you no longer have to use your shortness as an excuse to not eat enough food right and so yes there are so many nuances that come into play when it comes to determining someone's like ideal or appropriate calorie intake okay so like I have a cousin he's over six feet tall he's a firefighter he's in his early 20s he works out literally all the time he his his one leg is like the size of my two legs right like this guy is muscular af essentially is what I was gonna say so Am I going to need the same amount of calories as him? 
I don't know. (laughs) I probably eat less than this guy. I don't know. We haven't actually spent a full day together. But what I'm saying is like someone like him, like I fully understand that there are so many nuances that come into play here. But also I'm shorter than my husband. He's a couple inches taller than me. And we probably weigh around the same amount. I've never actually had us both step on a scale before, but I can tell you on a daily basis, I eat more than him. So yes, size, height, age, weight, all that stuff, it absolutely plays a role, but it also isn't like the be end all of it, right? I kind of lost the saying there. It's not the... Anyways, you get what I'm saying. It's not the only defining factor in how many calories you need. So I want to acknowledge that I see the nuances here. That body, shape, size, weight, age, all that stuff plays a role. I get that. And there are many of us shorties out here who can actually eat on a daily basis much more than all of these diet culture riddled magazines tell us to, right? Like I'm 5'2 and I'm not sitting here eating 1200 calories because my basal metabolic rate is even higher than that, okay? So just want to be really clear. And like I said, if you are to take something away from this episode as a short human, I hope you can take away that maybe like you don't have to use your shortness as an excuse anymore, just like I had to learn for myself. So another thing that I noticed in the comment section, and I mean like it was a big takeaway for me, but I also kind of shouldn't be, it's a sad takeaway, but I also shouldn't be like overly surprised about it. I don't think I'm surprised, but it's also, it's just eye-opening. It's sad. It's eye-opening. But just like the amount of fear that people have around gaining weight, like one scroll through that comment section and you could see the world we live in and how like fat phobic people are. It's really heartbreaking. It's really sad. And as someone who has personally experienced eating disorders before, I understand the fear of gaining weight from an eating disorder perspective. I fully understand that. I once also had a intense fear of that as someone who used to have anorexia. So I get it. That's a totally other topic, but it is something that I support my clients with on literally a daily basis. So if that lands with you, just know that I get it, I see you, and I'm here for you, essentially. But there are also many, many women who are out there who, I mean, like we just live in this world, right, that is for the most part, extremely fat phobic. And basically, 
what I was seeing again and again and again in the comment section was, well, if I eat any more than X, I'm going to gain weight. And it's honestly really heartbreaking, right? Like I said, I fully understand the fear around gaining weight from an eating disorder perspective, but there's something that I really want to point out here is that, you know, gaining weight isn't at all the worst thing that's ever going to happen to you. And I can actually share with you that from the point of me not having a period to diving into this healing journey that I did for myself from 2018 to 2019, I gained over 30 pounds to gain my health. And I can tell you that, you know, like in that, the whole comment section, people are just making it sound like gaining weight is the absolute worst thing in the world. And I can tell you that it was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself. Was it the easiest thing? Absolutely not. Did I have to work through some shit, like deep shit of my own? Yes, I absolutely did. And it got me to where I am today. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But also, like there's so much that I could say about this topic. But here's a big one. Is if we are sustaining a certain weight at let's say like we'll just say like an inappropriate amount of calories like if we are eating less than our body needs on a daily basis so whenever we're actually eating less calories than our body needs that's actually considered a deficit okay so let's use that word just for the sake of me talking about this thing So if we are constantly at a deficit, eating less than what our body needs on a daily basis, but then we actually start eating an appropriate amount of food, okay, an appropriate amount of food, and you gain weight, does it not make sense that maybe your body actually needed to gain that weight and you were not at an, at an appropriate body weight and size for you while you were at a deficit, right? Like, could that be a possibility? And I just want to throw that out there because when I started to see my weight gain as that while I was going through my healing journey, it started to like click a little bit more for me. Like, oh, if I was under eating before and now I'm eating enough food and I'm gaining weight, well, wouldn't that make sense that I would gain weight and my body actually needs to be this weight? And for pretty much the majority of my life, I was always less than where my body actually needed to be, right? It was a big, big eye-opening moment for me when I started to see things that way, understanding, understand things that way, that sort of thing. Um, another thing that came up was I got the question and I thought this was like an appropriate thing to kind of break down and clarify as well. But, you know, when I say in my post that 
I'm just like eating my lunch, waiting or wondering when all the other girlies are going to realize that 2,500 calories isn't a lot of food. Um, In no way was I saying that like you have to track your calories all the time. That's not what I'm saying. And I know I said this podcast episode wasn't me like defending my post, but I just want to make a note of that, that like I am not suggesting that you count your calories or you check your calories. And I think it's important that I say this because obviously I spent a lot of time today talking about calories. So I don't want you to leave this podcast episode thinking that, okay, I got to go download that app and start tracking my calories. That is not what I'm saying. Um, But I'm just saying that anything over 2000 calories, it's just, it's just not a lot of food. Like it's just not, it's not a lot of food. Um, and if you think it's a lot, it's probably because like, you just don't know what an appropriate amount of food is. That's what I'm saying here. Um, so a couple, I pulled these specific quotes from the comment section because they just like kind of stood out to me. And I wanted to talk about them. So one person said, we don't need calories. We need nutrition. So this made me think about how so many of us think calories are a dirty word and they're not. (laughs) So if like we're of the mindset that like we don't need calories, we need nutrition, um, Like, we need to, I think, maybe just, like, re-understand or relearn what calories actually are. Calories aren't a dirty word. I'm not ashamed by any means of sitting here for over 45 minutes recording a podcast episode talking about calories. Calories literally sustain our life. Like, we need them to survive. They are energy. If you have a problem with the word calories because of some past experiences around it. Maybe it's just like a triggering word for you. Maybe think of it in terms of energy, but like, yes, we indeed need calories. We need calories. So I just wanted to kind of point that out, that calories really, like, it's not a dirty word. I haven't been sitting here talking about something dirty this entire time. Um, And it's not bad to talk about. And I think this is like one of the reasons why I, get kind of passionate about this topic in particular about like calories not being a dirty word is because for so many years of my life I actually thought like I couldn't talk about calories because it was disordered or diet culture or whatever but if we actually understand that calories are just something that like literally gives us energy in order to live our lives like we can just kind of see it for what it is energy like that is what it is and then um you know another one was I want to live in a world where we focus on nutrients not calories and I get that I very much get that I get what she's saying and you know we can be eating the most nutrient-dense diet and still be sitting at like 1500 calories And guess what? Even if you're meeting 
all of your nutrient markers, like let's say you're getting enough potassium, you're getting enough fiber, you're getting enough XYZ, zinc, copper, selenium, all the good stuff, like let's say you're meeting your nutrient targets. That's awesome. But if you are still eating a thousand less calories than what you actually need, you're not like supporting your body and being its healthiest self. So I get what this person was saying. And yes, like having somewhat of a focus on nutrients. Yeah, like I I studied nutrition, you guys. I went to university and studied to become a registered dietitian. And then I realized that's not what I wanted to be. So I didn't go ahead and do my internship and actually become one, okay? Which I'm grateful for because I probably wouldn't be sitting down here today recording this podcast episode had I actually gone forth and completed my dietetic internship and became an RD. Probably would be living a very different life right now. So I'm glad I didn't. So I fully understand prioritizing nutrition and nutrients. I get that. And calories are still important. We still need to be nourishing our bodies with enough energy on a daily basis. So those two comments really stood out to me. And I was just like, "Mm, I just want to talk about these things for a minute. So anyways, I, as you can tell, could talk about this for freaking ever. And honestly, I have a lot more to say. I received a very respectful comment in the comment section on this viral post. And it was from a male asking about my opinion on like the whoop calorie or like fitness tracker. And although I don't have a whoop of my own, I think they're pretty cool, but I have a Garmin watch that like tracks my fitness. So I do have a fitness tracker and he asked like my opinion on the accuracy of the calories burned, etc. And I actually have quite a bit to say about this and I think it would make a wonderful part two for this topic. So I'm going to be back next week talking more about calories. So if you're down for that, I would love it if you met me back here next Wednesday. And if this kind of topic isn't really your thing, well, maybe we can meet up again in a couple weeks, but that is what I'm going to be talking about next week. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, get curious about maybe eating enough food if you're not already. And as always, if this is something that you feel like you struggle with in your own life, you feel like you need support within your own life, I am currently accepting one-on-one clients. And I would love to schedule a discovery call with you just to get to know you a little bit better make sure we're a good fit before we start working together, that sort of thing. So you can take a peek in the show notes. I have a link that will kind of walk you through how I work with clients. I offer weekly and bi-weekly private sessions 
And I also have my personal email in the show notes as well. So you can feel free to just email me directly if you already know you want to work with me and you will hear back from me. So thank you once again for joining me this week. I had a blast recording this. Thank you.